There are lots and lots and lots of things that we love about motorcycling. And for me, an overarching thing that I most appreciate, motorcycling is real. There's no virtual reality or AI going on there. When we go from looking at our computer screens and at our phones all day, and we go out on the bikes into mother nature where we see the birds fly, and where it rains sometimes and where the sun is shining at other times, that's real. And that's really amazing because I'm convinced a dose of reality is what so many of us really need in this ever-increasing artificial world. When we go out into the garage and start our bikes, we know that there's probably dozens of things that have to go just right in order for that engine to start. Maybe it's the extra layers of complexity, the oil, the gas, the, the rubber and the steel, all working in harmony that attracts me to gas-powered motorcycles, maybe more so than electric ones. At least that's where my head is for now. Who knows what it'll be tomorrow. But as for gas-powered motorcycles, yeah, that's authentic. That's real. And like I said, I think we need this dose of reality more now than ever. When we go out for a ride, we're completely exposed to nature. Elements like the wind and the rain and the heat and the cold. Nothing we can do to change that. And we bring into the equation velocity, speed. Experienced riders like you and me know that you wear the right protective gear so that you can be out there in the rain and the wind and the heat and the cold. But there's nothing really artificial about that. Realistic, let's call them maybe imperfect experiences, are important too. Your ride may not go as planned. Maybe you find that the one and only gas station way up in the mountains that you've counted on to fill up with gas is temporarily shut down because an overactive tourist pulled away from the pump with the handle still attached. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me recently. Or you discover that you've got a slow leak in a tire. Yep, I was with a buddy that that happened to too. Call these a flaw in your ride, but really isn't that the beauty of it? It's real. Maybe in this day of virtual reality and artificial intelligence where everything happens as it should on the screen in front of us, maybe something authentic like motorcycling is something you and I need. No matter how quickly technology seems to be advancing all around us. Yeah, let's explore that idea a little bit. And one more thing. At the end of this podcast, I'd like to share a footnote directly associated with the previous episode, episode 37. You may find that interesting. <laughs> Stay tuned. Recorded in beautiful Loveland, Colorado, welcome to Peace Love Moto, the podcast for motorcyclists seeking that peaceful, easy feeling as we cruise through this life together. Are you ready? Let's go.
I like YouTube. You can see, hear, and learn about almost anything on YouTube, it seems like. I have this YouTube premium account that I pay for every month. And you're probably saying, hey, Ron, don't you know that YouTube is free? And I say, yes, but I don't like commercials. And with premium, you don't get commercials. I despise commercials. So I just pay a little bit extra every month so that I don't get commercials. I enjoy watching YouTube for lots of reasons, but probably the primary one is it seems quite real. Created by individuals, you know, for the purpose of sharing with you and me. And if you've not already listened to episodes 27 and 28, check out my interview with Rob Hamilton, who has this massive following on YouTube for his moto camping videos. I watch Rob's stuff. You know, without saying a word, Rob records the sights and the sounds of motorcycle camping adventures in his home country of Australia. He uses onboard cameras and drone cameras that he takes along with him, and he records the sounds of the birds and of the wind and of the bike and of nature while he's out there. He records the sounds of the bacon cooking on his portable camp stove. And I always tell my friends, watch and listen to Rob's videos with your headphones on because the sound is great. It's just like you're there. It's pure. It's real. I say all these good things about YouTube to highlight one thing I really don't like. And I'm seeing more and more of it all the time. Maybe you are too. That's AI-generated content, artificial intelligence that is clearly not a person. Are you seeing it? And it's not necessarily poor quality content. You know, if I'm looking for facts about motorcycle specifications and, you know, it's mostly accurate. It's just that I can just tell it's not a real person speaking. There are these like little subtle clues that it's not a real person narrating by the way some words are pronounced in a way that a savvy motorcycle rider, for example, would never say it that way. It wouldn't be pronounced that way, that word, for example. And it's probably not a real person creating and editing the videos, too, in my suspicion. You know, just for me, that's the deal breaker. I want to see something produced with a little bit more thought from a real human who puts a little bit more care into things. Now, not to bash technology too much, because there are certainly a lot of things out there that are really, really cool. Virtual reality. You know, where you put on this headset and the whole world in front of you and behind you and below you and above you suddenly changes. I tried that and must admit that was a cool, cool experience. A good friend of mine loaned to me what I think was called the MetaQuest VR headset. And because it's best experience where you can walk around a little bit without running into anything, I took it to my backyard put it on and suddenly I was among a herd of elephants somewhere in Africa. Wow! Not only was it a perfectly clear sight of them, but also the sounds in surround sound stereo were amazing. The elephants were not only right in front of me, but as I turned my head to the right, there they were more elephants. And then I turned to the left, more elephants. And when I looked behind me, there was a guide with a gun in his hand. It was my virtual guide there in Africa. This was real video. That was a real person videoed behind me. And it was amazing. As I physically walked around my backyard just for a short distance, I was moving 
I was moving around with these elephants. That was just really, really cool. But you know what was so mind-boggling was taking the goggles off and having my head blown again with the realization that I was in my backyard the entire time. Oh, man, that was incredible. Back to Rob Hamilton. And in the part one of my interview with Rob, which was episode 27, I screwed up badly there. And Rob laughed and insisted that I keep that screw up in the podcast, which I did. So if you're interested in that, check out episode 27. It was just a short time later when I was watching a YouTube video on how to be a good podcast host, because I'm trying to be a good host. The interviewer said, number one, be yourself, mistakes and all. Well, I'm probably setting a pretty good example for that, (laughs) mistakes and all. Yeah, I go back and edit when I mispronounce something or I get way off topic. I'll go back and edit it every once in a while. But most everything that you hear is... It's just, you know, me, just things that I've written. In my interview with Charlie Hanson-Reed from Janus Motorcycles, that was episode 36, we determined that we have one thing in common, the appreciation of simplicity or purity, and that things that are real are really important. And maybe we just called that genius when you finally realize that. As Charlie described how their custom motorcycles utilize parts that are handcrafted by the folks in the local Amish community. I still find that so cool. The same folks that use horse and buggies to get around are crafting these motorcycles. You can't get much more pure and real than that. Back to YouTube, another person that I enjoy following is a show called Itchy Boots. It's a very real video series created by a solo traveler named Norley. And as she rides her motorcycle around the world, she does all of her own videoing and narration, live as it happens. And it's, it's just very pure, very raw, and that's what makes it so great. She has this massive following. What she also demonstrates, though, is this positiveness in challenging situations. Very real experiences that we share along with her, And we learn from her by the way she approaches those and finds solutions. I think one of the underlying things about Norley's work, too, is kindness. She's so extremely kind to everyone that she seems to meet out there, at least what we see on video, and just has a smile and like, hey, we'll get through this. (laughs) I would love to have Norley on this podcast someday. I'm trying to track her down. So I think just like you, When I ride, I'm trying to keep it as real as I can. I'm trying to stay undistracted. Being in the moment, like we've talked about and discussed in the mindfulness uh, episode, episode 36. Sometimes I'll have my cell phone mounted to the handlebar, but lately I haven't been doing that. I just keep my phone in my pocket, out of sight. I seldom even listen to music anymore when I ride. I so enjoy just hearing the engine, hearing the wind, and if someone says hello to me at a gas station, I just want to be able to hear them right away. I don't want to seem too distracted. I was reminded just this week about the beauty of this real experience we have with motorcycling. My wife and I attended a film festival featuring 10 short films about different motorcycling experiences, motocross, stunt riding, touring, and even personal transformations. 
associated with riding bikes. And it was sponsored by this organization called uh, Vonda. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Anyway, what I didn't see in these 10 short films was virtual reality um, or really reflections on any kind of artificial world. It was just real humans having a real human experience associated with motorcycling. It was real joy that I kept seeing over and over again, and it was beautiful. So for those of us fortunate to have a motorcycle in the garage and the ability to ride it, wow, aren't we lucky? You gotta rem- We've got to remind ourselves of that all the time. We are so fortunate. I think that riding is not only a, an escape from reality, maybe riding actually returns us to reality. It returns us to reality. And for that, we can be really, really grateful. I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I had a footnote, and here it is. Episode 37, last time, was called Staying Healthy and Thinking Like a Hippie. Well, I guess I'm still thinking like a hippie, but I caught COVID. Even though I was fully vaccinated with the boosters and everything, I ended up catching COVID. Just a fairly mild case, but it took me out of the out of the picture for a few days there. So again, it was just a reminder though to how very, very fortunate we are to have our health and to be able to ride. And I know I'm gonna be back on the bike again real, real soon, but just wanted to, to throw that in. Again, I always appreciate you listening, appreciate your feedback. Send me an email at ron at peacelovemoto.com. And until we visit again, I wish you peace. I wish you love.